Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringeworthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Well, hello. I'm Katie Maloney, and you probably know me from a little show called Banner Bumber Rolls. I've been labeled all kinds of things, a bitch, a bully, and a mean girl. But there is so much more to a person than what you see on TV. Tune in every Friday as I talk to some of my friends and castmates, celebrities, comedians, medical professionals, and maybe some political figures. And by the time we're done, you're going to love me. I'm Anisha Ramakrishna, and I'm an Indian entrepreneur and TV personality with big dick energy. I recently left my successful career and my long-term relationship to pursue my own fashion business. I'm single in my mid-30s, and I live with my parents. I'm currently cringing, and I know you are too. Hey guys, welcome to Currently Cringing. Today's episode is going to be really fun. So if you recall, I had asked the IG fam to submit their worst date story through the new currently cringing hotline. And I listened to your voicemails and I've picked my faves. And I think you all are going to get a kick out of them the same way I did when I first heard these. Gosh, it feels like 1999 out here, you know, voicemails. Does anyone leave a voicemail? I can't remember the last time I left a voicemail. However, I do remember this one time I was in college and me and my friend went to go pick up another friend, except we get to this friend's house and they don't open the door. And we're knocking and we're waiting, but nothing happens. 
So we get back in the car and we start talking shit about her, except I had called her to tell her we were coming over to scoop her up and I never hung up. And basically, I left her a voicemail of me, you know, talking shit about her, about how she wasn't opening the door and she was probably home fucking her boyfriend. Yeah. Yep. Yours truly did that. So I'm very careful now with, you know, making sure the phone isn't calling anybody or, you know, the phone is on lock. It's too risky out there. And I don't know if you guys ever had an answering machine in your home, you know, when we all had landlines. I mean, we still have our family landline at home. My parents still have their landline. But back when we had an answering machine, you know, I asked my parents if I could be the one, you know, to have the message. And I remember it to this day. It was, hi, you've reached the Ramakrishna residence. We're not home right now, but please leave a message at the tone. Thank you. And I must have been 15. And I can hear it, you know, as if it was yesterday. And then my cell phone, you know, I got a cell phone, a BlackBerry in high school. I mean, before that, I had a Nokia, but in my cell with the BlackBerry, you know, I had one of those prank, you know, voicemails where I was like, hello, hello. And then you'd think I was answering or picking up and then I wasn't. And then you'd get annoyed and you'd leave a message. People did leave messages, though, you know, back then. But I'm so excited about this new currently cringing hotline. And I love hearing all your voicemails. It's just another way for us to connect, you know. And let's dive right in. I love that you're doing this. And mine is really quick. We went for a beer. We kind of didn't like each other, which was fine. But nothing bad happened. I left. And then 10 minutes later, he then more requested me. Seven dollars for the beer. Okay, where do I even begin with this one? First of all, I love you, whoever you are. And if you're listening, you know, I would like to take you out for a beer. What that guy did to you is sacrilege. You know, he should be in jail. That's a felony. And what kind of beer was this? You know, I'd like to know. You know what I would have done? I wouldn't have paid him. If anything, I would have charged him $1,000 after that. I would have Venmo requested him $1,000 for wasting my time and then having the audacity, the audacity to ask me for $7 for the beer. You know, that's all I have to say. Jail, jail time. You know, they really need Yelp for people. So that we know who these people are. You know, I want to know who is this person Venmoing this classy lady for $7 after their date. I'm glad you survived, you know, and we're going to move on to the next one. Hello. My most cringeworthy date was one time I went out with a pharmacist. We went to a beach. And instead of going in the water, and he pulled out a bag of 
sample suntan lotions. And he went through every, like there was 50 of them. And we sat on the beach and he went through every one of those suntan lotions and showed me how to apply it, which ones were good, which ones were bad. That's probably my most cringeworthy date. And I never went out with him again. I don't know who you are, honey, but you sound a little stern. But you know what? I'd be sounding a little pissed off with life if someone took me on a date and, you know, whipped out a bag of suntan lotion samples. You really can't make this shit up. You know, that's why I love the podcast and I love the IG fam and I love all you cringers. I mean, you really don't hear about this stuff. I'm actually cringing because I'm having a mental picture of you. And, you know, I'm going to call you Marge. You just sound like a Marge. I'm going to call you Marge. I'm just having a mental picture of Marge on the beach with this man who has, you know, I'm assuming like a grocery bag, you know, like a like a Publix bag or a ShopRite bag or, you know, what, a Walmart bag of like sample suntan lotions from where? You know, that's the million dollar question here. Like, is he a Sephora member? Does he work, you know, for a sunblock company? Where did this gentleman get all these samples from? You know, is he hanging around Costco in the suntan lotion aisle? Like, I don't know. I think that's the true unsolved mystery. You know, where did he get these from? And Marge, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you experienced this. But, you know, you took one for the team because this is a great story. Thank you for sharing. I love that you sat there and let him explain, you know, each product to you, you know. Hey, Marge, this one's got zinc. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Did he try to apply it on you? I mean, there's so much more to this story that I need to know, Marge. You know, if you're taking me to the beach, then I'm not going, first of all, because you don't really know me. If you're really hot and rich, then I might go. And in that case, we better be under a cabana. And you're feeding me and I'm drinking. I'm in the shade. And there's a couple of fans in front of me because it's hot. You know, the beach is hot. I know a lot of people love the beach, but I guess, you know, I'm blessed. I'm from Miami. So, you know, it never really appealed to me. I always thought the beach, you know, it's beautiful, but I always feel gross, you know, like the sand and, you know, you're sweating and the hairs are going everywhere and you know, sands like in your asshole, like it's, it's a, it's a little much. It's a little much. But Marge, I'm sure you can write a research paper on, you know, suntan lotion now or sunblock or whatever you want to call it. And speaking of sunblock or suntan lotion, I don't know, you should wear sunblock. You know, I wear sunblock even when I don't leave the house. I, it's crucial, guys. And Marge, I hope I hope you use sunblock. All righty, let's go to the next one. I am one of your biggest 
fans. Um, so I saw this hotline. I had to call in because I have a really, really, really cringeworthy. Like as I think about it now, I'm cringing. So during coronavirus, you know, we all get lonely, blah, blah, blah. So there's this fuck boy that I thought like five years ago, right? And we went back and forth and then we ended up, last time I spoke to him, he ended up blocking me. So what did I go do during coronavirus? I deleted my old Instagram. I created a new one. And about like six months after, or like a year after he blocked me, I sent him a poem. I like to say it was like a rap, right? But basically I sent him a poem saying like, hey, you know, it rhymed saying like, you know, (laughs) I miss you. Maybe we could be friends. You're like the best I've ever had in bed. And I would read the poem to you here, but it's so cringy. And he actually responded back. He said, hey, you want to kick it? And then me, like an idiot schoolgirl, was like, yes, yes, I would love to. And then ghosted. So, yeah, that's embarrassing. And um, I deleted the chat room, so I can't even unsend the poem that I sent him. And I just know it's out there somewhere floating around. And I ended up blocking him because I was so embarrassed. So writing a fuck boy who blocked you a poem from a new Instagram, probably as low and as desperate as I'm ever going to fucking get. I hope. I don't know how uh, classy that was, but it was pretty trashy. Okay. Where do I begin? First of all, I commend you, hon. This is the ultimate no sharam story. You know, no sharam means no shame in Hindi. And I'm all about being shameless. You win the no sharm award. And that's a compliment, by the way. And I know you said it was really trashy, but you know, like I've said so many times before, you need to be classy with, you know, a sprinkle of trash, you know, a dash of trash. And that's exactly what you did. We were in a pandemic. I mean, we kind of still are, but we were in a pandemic. You liked the D. You knew it was good. It must be really good. I mean, you wrote a fucking poem, okay? You're out here writing haikus about dick. You deserve the cringe-worthy hotline award, okay? You in first place, hon. I really wish we could find this poem, you know, or get a hold of it. You know, I know you think it's out there in a black hole somewhere, but that's probably worth a lot of money. You know, and if you're familiar with, you know, crypto and NFTs and all that, I'm sure that's worth a lot of money, hun. You better find that poem and sell it. And as I was listening to your voicemail, hun, which I listened to, you know, I listened to this one like three times. I was just wondering how good this D was, you know, like how good was it? You know, I'm kind of jealous. And there's another unsolved mystery, you know, in today's podcast episode, like why were you blocked? You know, I get you blocked him because he said, let's kick it. And then he ghosted you. I get that. But why were you blocked to begin with? You know, I think we deserve to know. You were blocked. You got thirsty. You knew the D was good. 
and you wrote him a poem. You DM'd him. You slid into the DM and you sent him some Edgar Allan Poe dick shit, you know? That's fantastic, you know, totally cringing. And we're all proud of you, hon. We're proud of you because you know what? You shot your shot, you know, shoot or shoot. That's what we like to say around here. I do want you to try to locate that poem, though. I think we all deserve to hear and see that poem. If there was an Olympic gold medal for cringing, you won. Because that was, I think, the best voicemail on this episode so far. And before we move on to the next one, I do want to say, you know, Miss Edgar Allan Poe with her dick haiku. That really wasn't a date story, but the story was so good. You know, we're going to let it slide. So we're going to move on to the next one. And I'm going to call this one Sushi Gate. Hey, Anisha. Okay, so um, I have two stories. We'll start off with one. I went on a date and I met him on a dating app and kind of embarrassed, but whatever, it happened, pandemic. And um, what happened was we get on the date, we're talking. I didn't realize how old he was. He was a lot younger than I was by a couple years. And he's like, oh, what do you do for a job? And I said, oh, I'm a director of operations for this gym. He goes, oh, so you have a real job. And I almost got up and left and took my purse with me. So then later I stayed to be polite and we got we were eating sushi and he forced himself to eat this entire roll, which I thought was disgusting. He thought it was disgusting. And I got up to go to the bathroom and he was like, don't worry, by the time you get back, it'll all be gone. And he forced himself to eat the entire roll of sushi, even though we both thought it was nasty. Like, you're not proving a point to me, boy. Anyways, we never talked after that. But a different story if you'd like to share, which is absolutely hilarious, is I've been talking to this guy and I always joke around that he's a booty call, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, yeah, you know, I always thought you're more than a booty call. And you always joke around that I have all these other bitches. I said, look, boy, I know you don't have any other bitches. And you know why? He goes, how? I said, I have left my jewelry here multiple times when I've stayed over the night. And each time I come back, they're in the same exact spot next to your nightstand and not moved. If you had other bitches, they would be moved, placed away, and hidden out of sight. And he goes, wow, you're so smart. I said, honey, that's common sense. Have a good day. Thank you so much. We love you. Keep it going. Classy, trashy, XOXO, Rosalia with the pink hair. First of all, gag, okay? This is just disgusting. You know, I'm assuming this gentleman just forced himself to eat this disgusting sushi because he paid for it. I'm hoping he paid. I mean, do we send him some Mylanta, some Tums, some Pepto? I don't know. Thoughts and prayers for him, you know. And there's no shame in, you know, meeting someone on a dating app. You know, I know it's against the rules. And as you know, I have broken them, as we all do. Reels are meant to be broken. And I'm ashamed, you know, I'm on them. (laughs) What are we supposed to do right now, you know, in these times? You know, we don't really have other options unless now, you know, things are opening up. But I don't know. I feel like, you know, dating apps 
are kind of where it's at right now. I know. I know. I should be in jail for, you know, going back on what I said. But I, I really don't know what how else you would meet someone, you know, unless, you know, family or friends introduce you to someone. I mean, that happened to me for years and nothing came out of it. But that's okay. It's the pandemic and you're forgiven. Just like I've forgiven myself for, you know, using dating apps. Although I was only on them for two weeks. As for your second date story regarding the jewelry and the drawer and the bitches. As long as his D was good, let him say whatever he wants because you don't really care, you know. His role in your life, strictly dickly using his pickle, nothing else. And hopefully it was good, you know, hopefully it was as good as, you know, our friend that wrote the haiku, you know, hopefully it was the D was that good. I'm still thinking about that. I'm still thinking about haiku D. How good was that D that she wrote a poem to the guy? about the day. Fascinating. Of course, we saved the best for last. I loved listening to this voicemail because it just shows you, you know, if you want to act like trash, you're going to get treated like trash. And that's what happened here. Well played, dear. Well played. I am condoning this behavior. I applaud you. So I was seeing this guy and he had come over one day um, and he had a, you know, history of not being consistent when he said he would come over and I would get dressed and get ready. And then he just wouldn't show. And then, you know, days later, call me and come up with some lie. So he had come over one day, we hooked up and then he left the next day and he called me, you know, later that day to say, oh, I left my wallet at your house. I looked for it. I found the wallet and I said, oh yeah, you know, I'll just, you know, and he, he said, oh, I'll pick it up, you know, one of these, these days when I'm over. And I said, okay. And he said, oh, I'll be there on Tuesday. Didn't show up, didn't call like usual, reached out to me, you know, the next day, oh, I'll be there, didn't show up. And then he called me against the third time. Hey, listen, you know, we'll get together this weekend. And, but in the meantime, can you just mail the wallet so that way I get it faster before the weekend? So I decided not to mail it (laughs) and I told him that I did because I was just sick of his lies and sick of him standing me up. So I told him I put him in the mail and that he should get it in a couple of days. He never got it because why? I actually threw it in the dumpster and he recalled me. Oh, I didn't get it yet. And I said, something must have happened. I sent it to your, you know, address and everything. And um, he called me a couple of times after that. I never got it. I never got it. So something happened to the mail and then we never talked again. So, yeah. So we talked about this last week on the podcast with, you know, Queen Sheetal Patel. You know, we said consistency is key. And this guy was just being a jerk, you know. But I get it. You wanted the D. And so you got the D and guess what? He leaves his wallet at your place. What I want to know, you know, I guess the third unsolved mystery of today's podcast episode. 
How is he surviving without a wallet for this long? You know, like for a few days. You know, he didn't come to get it from you right away. You know? When I've lost my wallet in the past, you know, I take care of all of that immediately, ASAP. You know, if I've left it somewhere, I go back there right away. Or if I've lost it, you know, I start canceling the cards and, you know, ordering new cards and new IDs. This guy was just running around town. I don't know how. Doing what? Without a wallet. I don't know. I guess we'll never know. But now... You, young lady, threw his wallet in the dumpster. I'm cringing at the fact that he was still contacting you relentlessly about the wallet, you know, days after, you know, you knew that it was in a landfill. Meanwhile, Joe Schmo's running around for like a month now with no wallet and still asking you for it. I think that's the cringeworthy part of this story. And I guess it wasn't really a date. It was a hookup. The moral of the story is don't leave your wallet at, you know, an IG fam's house. Because we're all psychopaths, you know. We have no shame. We will throw your wallet away. You know, I'd like to do this again in a few weeks and ask for more, you know, cringeworthy date stories. It seems like because we were in a pandemic, your date stories aren't really date stories. They're more about, you know, fucking and one night stands and hookups. I'd say we had some fantastic stories today. You know, we had a story about a dick haiku. We've got some knowledge on, you know, suntan lotion, eating bad sushi, $7 beers. But I think dick haiku wins this podcast episode. Whoever you are, I hope you locate that poem and, you know, sell it or let us know what it said. And I wish you all lots of delicious, amazing sex, like haiku kind of sex. And as always, thank you so much for your support and listening to the pod and giving me your feedback and telling me what you think. I really do love it. I love talking to all of you. And You know, next week is a huge week. We've got Family Karma Season 2 premiering June 2nd, Wednesday, 9 p.m. Well, it'll be yesterday when this airs. But we've got Dylan Patel coming on the pod with me. And it's going to be so much fun. Thank you for listening. And as always, please don't forget to like and subscribe. And I would really appreciate it if you wrote a review. If you really enjoy listening to this pod, please write a review. It means a lot. You know, it's Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month and, you know, representation matters. There aren't a lot of us out there in the entertainment industry. And so 
whether it's a show or a podcast or, you know, social media, you know, let's support, you know, our fellow minorities and write reviews, you know, show show everybody some love. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chats.